This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's Bud Pod 241. 241? <laughs> oh no, what have you done? That's... You stole from the baker a current <laughs> bun. Oh, a double rhyme. Well, it's just the one. Oh no, but you're right, there were two. It's never been done. That's, a, that's another that's one. Number three. Oh my god. I like that. That was like a Ken Loach film. <laughs> but a really twee one. That's his last of a summer wine. Yeah, he... he. It would be like the last film he makes before he dies. Yeah. Where but, people but, go, oh, something about him getting closer to death made him very saccharine. Very, yeah, sentimental. But then something awful would happen to the boy. Yeah, just to stay on brand. He's like, mm, then he gets run over by a lorry. Yeah. It'd Why be like not? the end of I, Daniel Blake. It's like the boy had a heart attack from eating the bun. The boy had a heart attack. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, his films are sentimental. It's just that the sentiment is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, they're yeah, yeah, very yeah. sentimental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that the sentiment is is more like what that what you did at the start. Look what you've done. <laughs> yeah, it's the, um, it's the drink driving advert. Oh, yeah. that's just great, Matt. No car, no job. Now what? I, I had... <laughs> stuck in my head for like my whole life uh you really enjoyed when i was explaining to phil my what was stuck in my head um um the sweetest thing it's so funny one of my favorite episodes <laughs> just why a trailer from a film that would just have no reason to to stay with you the sweetest thing has not been thought about <laughs> no. I, I remember that film coming out because at the time i had like I was really into movies when I was about 10 or 11. Yeah. And so would have subscriptions to like Empire and Total Film. Yeah. To read all about these films that I couldn't get in to see at the cinema. Um, <laughs> and it would all be stuff like SWAT with Colin Farrell and Samuel L. Jackson. You go, I bet they haven't thought about that film for like 20 years. I, yeah, I, they, they can't remember where that money's from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like if sometimes, I mean... You, you know, you and I are gigging comedians, so we have to do our own taxes. Mm. And sometimes you'll look at like a, a, and like our friends who run gigs, it's just like another one person. There's no yeah. companies. And so sometimes they'll form limited companies. And so I'll have like a payment for like 120 quid from like, you know, rusty, rusty bumquist oh, enterprises. It's so annoying. And I have to sit and go, what is that for? Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. We get paid for gigs like months after we do them, months after you've seen us on stage when we get the money. So we have to like go back like guessing like three months. Let's see if there's something in June that could mm. explain rusty bumquist. Are you allowed pounds? to call your limited company like HMRC Cumbernauld, but spell, <laughs> like, <laughs> spell it wrong by like one left? <laughs> Spell, spell it where the L is a capital I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it actually still looks like Cumberland. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. No, you No, can't. they'd be like, you're scamming people. You go, no, it's not being no. silly. It's called Hail Mary, <laughs> really Christian. Christian. 
I'm from Cumbernauld. It's a charity. I go, no, you're not from Cumbernauld. You go, okay, but Cumbernauld stands for Christ under, under, under my bum. My... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think that the actors and those things just look at like the car they bought with that money and just go, what? which one were you? Yeah, I don't think Samuel L. Jackson ever like logs into NatWest and it's like, what was SWAT? <laughs> <laughs> Sw- Southwest <laughs> Airlines <laughs> Air Transport. Yeah. I wonder what is the, what do you think is like the biggest, like least forgettable film that one of the stars has still forgotten? Because I think maybe some of the... Uh, Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, that took me a second. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Okay, sec, apart from... Bruce Willis. Um, I reckon. I think some of the old Shakespearean actors who ended up doing stuff like Star Wars and and Lord of the Rings are Mm. prime candidates for being so like, behold, you know, that they go, oh yes, that's silly old thing, and they're talking about Star Wars or maybe I think. Well, actually, I think Ian McKellen would be a good one because he had so many. He was in, like, excellent plays before Lord of the Rings and loads of bad movies. Yeah. And he's in loads of really trashy British horror films. Really bad, like, Doctor Who-esque stuff where it's, like, weird sort of eldritch horror where they didn't have the budget to be able to actually make it good. Um, And occasionally you'll see a film being avatar, a really sort of retro film, and it'll be sort of, like, starring Ian McKellen from Lord of the Rings. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no, no. We need to set an amnesty. We need to set a a cutoff point. Anything pre-Lord of the Rings you can't advertise he was in. So a Channel 5 afternoon movie used to do all the time. You'd see it in the TV guide. They'd be like, starring Charlize Theron. You'd be like, no, she has, a, go, hmm. she has one line as a shopkeeper and it was from 1992. <laughs> She's not. That's not the Charlize Theron you know. Yeah, you can't say starring Sir Ian McKellen if there's a brief shot of his pregnant mother. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the womb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, if you look carefully, maybe. Yeah, yeah, can... yeah. No, I think that's true. That's not legit. Yeah, I think um, I think maybe some of the Harry Potter cast don't remember the specifics of, say, like, the fourth film or something like that. That's true. I often wonder about them because um, I recently saw a big chunk of the first or second one. Mm. And, God, it's badly acted. <laughs> like, I know that they... Like, I think that's what happens when you have to find a kid who looks a lot like an imaginary kid. Yeah. Because then it's like, well... You can learn to act. Yeah. But you can't learn to look like that. No. And we go, right, okay, we've got to hope this kid is a good actor, not only for the first film, but they continue to be a good actor for 10 years. Yeah. It's happened in Boyhood. You remember that? They kept the same. It was that film filmed over the course of like 30 years. God, if you had to watch, for any reason, had to watch that film again, (laughs) you'd go, why? Why? (laughs) There are certain films you watch because you sort of had to. I, I... Uncut Gems is the film I like the most Mm. that I never want to see again. Oh, I was thinking about it the other day, but I really want to watch it again. Really? Yeah, even though I was like, it made made me so unhappy. It made me sense. I think because I've got the relief of, oh, well, I know how it ends. Okay, that's true. I know how the nightmare's over. 
Um, it was like take it, have it, it was like if you could visit a panic attack in its own home. Yeah, that's what like watching that was for me. It was great. It was it was more effective horror than sort of like a spooky witch. Yeah, <laughs> it was. That's true. Just someone watching someone drastically mismanage their family and business affairs. Yeah, is so much more tense than watching someone go. But I must look in the chest. Exactly. Those, that knocking sound. I was, I've been watching Boiling Point recently, the TV version of the the film, the sort of the, the, the kitchen-based film. And yes, it's yeah. so much more stressful than a horror film because you're like, what if the cake falls over? <laughs> and you go, I don't know why that's scarier than a zombie. I used the, to... be- the beef was cold and you sent it out. <laughs> the, ste- the stakes are so low. The stakes are so low in that. It's, it's, I used to get terrible Frasier anxiety. Yeah. I would watch as a teenager or as a kid, maybe, because it was just on constantly. Frasier was like, um, you know when you read about like uh, television in some Eastern European Soviet dictatorship mm. and you go, one, one in every three shows had to be speeches <laughs> yeah, just by like the leader. And like that was what Frasier was. <laughs> just every third thing on TV was Frasier or an old Simpsons. Yeah. And it would um, stress you out because of what? Because it's the farce. Because you're so aware that the whole point of what you're doing is that this is going to go wrong. Yeah, and also, I think uh, Frasier has that, I mean, it's probably my favourite sitcom, but it has that element of farce which I really annoyed me with, like Oscar Wilde stuff or any actual farce, any Alan Aitborn thing or anything like yeah. that, which is that the action is always restricted to one room to such an extent that of someone will go, do you know what? I'm going to tell her now that I love her. And you know in reality that actually the, the person he's going to tell that he loves is, you know, has got a husband, he's going to fall flat on his face. And so he goes to triumphantly walk out of the room and the other character's like, oh, he's going to fall flat on his face, but he's left the room. Yeah. Go in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Walk, he's right there. Yeah. Then he's you, right that you can end this. You could shout it through the door even. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, but I must have had sandwiches. <laughs> and you just, oh, it bothers me so much. No one ever chases after him. Any farce could be resolved in like one second if someone went, everyone shut up. It's the same as a mobile phone rule for horror movies. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. But it's it's exactly it where everyone is sort of paralyzed, like dream logic. Like yeah. They're, they're frozen by, like you say, the sandwiches or some other random fucking whatever. I, I feel like the, 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 the mobile phone logic in movies should just be something that it doesn't even have to be addressed. You just basically just have a little thing at the beginning, like in Star Wars, I go a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Just go, in yeah. this film, there aren't phones. Yeah. And you go, okay, fine, because yeah. they always have to have a five minute scene that involves someone's phone breaking. You go, well, we knew this was going to happen, so or you've just wasted our time. Or someone turning to someone else and going, no signal. Yeah. Just that. It's enough. That's enough. We know you haven't got a signal because you're in a horror film. Yeah. Or they've yeah. just gone like, a, oh, and the saw puppet has got um, a machine that. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's the fine. electromagnetic pulse. It's fine. Or just like in, in the future, historians will be like, at some point, all movies were set. Movies stopped being set after the 90s. It's strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why was that? Well, they built a device so clever that it ruined every story. Mm. Um, I think with regards to people not telling people stuff in farces, yeah. I was thinking, would you, my question to you is, if you were, if you were Spider-Man, yeah. would you tell people you were Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man only really tells Mary Jane, and that's kind of it. That's and true. And Miles Morales only ever tells, like, Yankee and a couple of others. 
That's true, and a lot of the problems that Spider-Man faces arise from trying to not let people know. It bothers me so much. I would tell everyone, on a case-by-case basis, so many people I was Spider-Man, and it bothers me so much. I'm playing Spider-Man 2 at the moment, yeah. and it's great, but literally in like the first scene, he's teaching at a school on like his first day, and then he gets called away because of Spider-Man duties, and he leaves the kids in the classroom. And the principal gets in touch with him, and she's sort of like, you're meant to be helping these children. Not, yeah. Not hindering them and it's like it's because he was busy saving New York yeah. from and he goes well I guess I'm just a piece of shit then you go, I would take her to one side and go it's because I'm fucking Spider-Man I'm fucking Spider-Man shut yeah. up don't, don't tell anyone you're sitting there thinking ah you wouldn't talk to me this way if you knew I was Spider-Man <laughs> yeah exactly oh, well. yeah you just go I, I, like I'm sure Peter Parker's really secure in himself being sort of like in his logic <laughs> little does she know I'm Spider-Man but you go but also, well, he's now lost his job it also it makes you look terrible yeah. Because you're like, uh, well, I guess that bus just had to fall off that cliff then. Yeah. You're like, you, yeah. You're like, no, 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 no. Don't you have what, to. Did you watch Spider-Man do it? No, I'm the, uh, between the lines. <laughs> it's so, because I think if, you, if you're Spider-Man, I think if I was Spider-Man, you'd get in touch with, say, the NYPD and be like, look, I'm doing your job for you. Can you give me a grant every year, which means I don't have to do another work. Well, I don't like, have to do any other work. You follow, you, you have a, give me a guy. Mm. he follows me around and when I'm busy being Spider-Man he takes over the classroom or dr- keeps driving or whatever it is I yeah. was doing yeah because I'm saving you billions although maybe it, costing billions but then the, you know no it's, uh, he's not as destructive as like the <laughs> Avengers overall yeah that's true where they they cause like multiple 9-11s with every 9-11 that they <laughs> don't but they, but they stop from happening yeah they're stuck they in go, a oh, real don't worry we stopped we stopped the Chrysler building from collapsing by throwing the Empire State <laughs> Building at it. I mean, I'm, me and Phil are obsessed with the fact that the enemies have to always be bugs or robots. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't kill things that are too humanoid, you know. Yeah. Where it's just like, it would be amazing if one day, like, like uh, a guy with a goatee and a fucking glowing purple cape just went like wah, 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 and opened a portal and the army that invaded earth just looked like you know yes yeah, so doctor strange if doctor strange was a baddie essentially yeah yeah, 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 yeah doctor yeah. strange was a baddie and yeah. we had to watch someone pull his fucking head off <laughs> yeah because yeah, it's fine watching a <laughs> robot get smashed like yeah. sandman for instance yeah yeah, you yeah, go, yeah sandman yeah. what do you want <laughs> what are you what, what are your hosti- what are your demands for the yeah. city you want new york to be covered in sand you want it to be sand yeah because you move bro- to places where there are sand. <laughs> move to Dubai. <laughs> Dubai. Skyscrapers, loads of sand. You'd be so happy. You'd be so popular. You'd be they'd love, they'd love him. We have a man who can control sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd be so powerful. Yeah, and also like he he's killed by like or he's defeated by like water. Again, move to Dubai. Can't emphasize you, enough uh, how much he should become fine. a Bedouin or something. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's true. Spider Man should yeah. With the villains like, what are your demands? And the demands always inevitably boil down to like. One of the things I hated about the Spider-Man, whatever it was, where there are three Spider-Men at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most recent one. The yeah. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and, and Tom Holland, yeah. They they basically sit down and admit that Ma- Willem Dafoe's goblin character's problem is that he's schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. They just go, well, he's got schizophrenia. <laughs> and then they, they sort of go like like the A-team used to in this lab. And it's like a high school lab. And they're just going like, wow, but do 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 this mixing and they're holding up blue liquid and they basically invent a cure for schizophrenia I find it so offensive and they kind of thwip the pill into his mouth it should be illegal in films (laughs) to make up cures for real diseases you know what I mean like if at the end they sort of go and we cured cancer and then you sort of turn to your relative at the end of the film and you go that's not real by the way that's not real just so you know (laughs) 
They haven't done that. <laughs> also, watching the three Spider-Men like work together and go, God, for, that's what um, all the research into mental illness and schizophrenia and stuff has mm. been going wrong. They needed three Spider-Men with a high school lab to make a blue yeah. liquid. And that was what was missing. And they won't share it with anyone. It, that film is they so... They won't tell anyone. They won't release the patent like the guy did with the measles vaccine it's, or whatever. It's very funny that anyone... That, in Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, anyone whose death that they were responsible for, that brings them into the world, which is yeah. why Green Goblin's back and stuff like that. And Andrew Garfield, in his world, Emma Stone is dead. Yeah. Uh, but in, in this new New York that he's been brought back to, she, you go, well, you were partly responsible. So she'd be alive. But he goes, well, <laughs> guess I've got to go back home. Bye. And you go, you can, no, you can save her. <laughs> also, like, it's, it's like in essentially in, in the film Yesterday where the Beatles didn't exist. And they yeah. go, wow, you know, but everyone was happy and it was all fine. You go, Mark David Chapman is walking around as a free man, <laughs> ready to kill someone else over a signed copy of a book. And you go, in this universe, Mark David Chapman mowed down uh, one of the Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah. And you go, oh, that's okay. Uh, well. You know. <laughs> also, like, if it's anyone, anything where they're responsible for their death, mm. there should be some school buses of kids. Loads of... Uh, so many civilians. New York should be so overpopulated. We just go, right, so the, the causality of the universe has an inherent morality that we can measure. Mm. So you just go, okay, so the universe in its very fabric, doesn't agree with indirect responsibility. Yes. It doesn't think that exists. Yeah. So that's a, that is good news. Mm. We can all actually relax about <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> that's a real load off mm. the old uh, brain there. So it only counts as a death if I do it with my thumbs. Yeah. Through someone's fucking like, eyes. <laughs> if I just do it through negligence or anything like that, it's actually fine. The universe won't, yeah. won't remember on like an, a, a subatomic level. I think we'd look too much into this family film. <laughs> I disagree. I yeah, think yeah, I yeah. Look a lot more into it. But if I was watching that scene as a, like a, someone who researched into uh, schizophrenia pharmaceuticals, I'd be mm. like, oh, fuck you. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just holding up a, a beaker of blue. It's, going, yeah, it's, here we go. <laughs> it's so debate. They're so happy when the whole situation's resolved and you sort of go, right, for the other Spider-Man, they go, oh, briefly, Uncle Ben was alive and now he's dead again. That's good. That's a good, good thing that's happened. Yeah, phew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, I've, I've, I've been pondering it while we've been talking and I think I realize why I get Frasier anxiety but not always sunny in Philadelphia anxiety Okay, because I like Frasier yeah you want him to succeed. I wish him the best well, he's got a nice flat so the stakes are higher in like I found this quite difficult with uh, pe pe basically a few people told me essentially the plot of Bo is Afraid and they were like you will love this film it's really really stressful yeah and the, and it's all about you know oh a guy accidentally leaves his keys in his front door when he goes back to his front door the keys are gone and his flat's open but he's gonna go to cross the street and so like his flat is left wide open and then suddenly he sees a bunch of horrible people crossing the street to basically just go into his flat and there's nothing he can do about uh -huh. it all like, oh, this sounds really stressful yeah but then I watched the film and I'm like his flat she's got no furniture so there's no where are the stakes? No, so now it's just fine. Traps, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, it's fine. So, like, if in It's Always Sunny, Frank and Charlie's place burned down, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, it needed to. Yeah. You needed to start anew. <laughs> the new, the neighborhood is better. Yeah. For that place having burnt down. That's true, that's true. Whereas I think Frasier is uh, friends with so many comically unreasonable people <laughs> where it's sort of, if someone, you know, yeah. for instance, if someone broke a glass in their presence, they'd go, I've never been so offended in all of my life. And then they storm out. <laughs> you get a fucking grip. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, I've never been to Philadelphia, but not, not Philadelphia. I've never Seattle. been to Seattle. But is the opera on that often? <laughs> <laughs> it's like turn of the century. It's Every day. It's like turn of the century Vienna. Yeah. <laughs> it's like operas and concerts. And they go like it's the cinema. 
It's true, isn't it? Because it is just like saying in America, if you have the right connections and money, mm. you can live like the fucking Duke of Austerlitz in in 1798 Vienna, <laughs> yeah. like just sort of <laughs> just only ever going to like recitals on the harpsichord. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really. It, I don't enjoy Fraser's life. Fraser is like an aristocrat who helps peasants through like a a megaphone. <laughs> so, <laughs> cheers them up he's also he essentially works on like am radio he basically works on like five live yeah yeah. and he just gets recognized (laughs) everywhere he goes it makes no sense dr fraser crane from the radio what are you talking about how do you know yeah he's not advertised every on every bus also everyone who recognizes him should be frightening yeah why do you know the psychiatry show (laughs) (laughs) not nearly enough people call him up screaming conspiratorial (laughs) abuse he never helps anyone there's always a a punchline and then he goes oh next caller and he goes no no he just goes like well perhaps you should think about it some more yeah well boop and then (laughs) as gunfire sounds well he doesn't get he arrives at his show 30 seconds before he goes on air like <laughs> without fail and he has no case files there's nothing yeah. there's nothing to see what we've got let's let's yeah and and Roz doesn't have the cuz Roz is like the co-presenter yeah. and he's also the only producer so she's the one screening the calls i don't know when she gets the chance to listen <laughs> she has to P- those calls she has PTSD yeah 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 she's just <laughs> sitting there going you don't hear the things you don't hear you know <laughs> the stuff Roz has to hear the letters she has to open yeah. I would love to see a crossover between Fraser Crane and the other famous uh, uh, sort of psychiatrist, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Where they're like colleagues. <laughs> That's what the new series has been. Fuck Nicholas Lindhurst yeah, being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson is taking over the radio show. It's Hannibal Lecter. Mm. Like in the HBO or, or whatever FX Hannibal Lecter, mm. the recent one. And now we have like dinner party farce, but also the meat is from. Some other, he keeps saying veal, but it doesn't seem like veal. <laughs> there's a, um, uh, there's, there's a, a, an Indian restaurant, like my sort of go-to one. Yeah. And I love it. And they, they have on their website the equivalent of, you know, like anytime you go to a restaurant and they've got pictures on the wall of the manager meeting, always Vinnie Jones, um, <laughs> but loads of other celebrities. Throughout history. They have a picture of uh, Mads Mikkelsen eating at the restaurant. Really? One of our most, you know, uh, one of our most frequent guests. Um, but he obviously either turned down the opportunity to meet, to have, shake hands with the manager and have a photo, or... Um, they were just too frightened to ask. The photo is of him mid-mouthful. And it's like, uh, the photo on the website is of Matt Mickelson, like mid-mouthful, obviously not wanting to be spotted. And it's like a photo that like, the fa- <laughs> it's like the photo is part of a sting operation. <laughs> it's like the photos in the, the briefing loading screen of a Hitman mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where he eats. Welcome 47. He's eating a chicken boon. <laughs> We need you to make the curry, like one of the options in the mission is you make the curry so spicy he has to drink the poison yeah, yeah, milk yeah. or whatever. The Agent 47 is so funny. He's sick, so funny. Like, six foot eight murder. Yeah, oh my, my one bodyguard who I always have around me at all times <laughs> is now being replaced by a man of slightly different height. <laughs> or a waiter, the waiter who we have not had all meal has come over to, to give us a dessert menu and sort of been like, I particularly enjoy the death by chocolate. <laughs> Why is talking like that? Are you wearing a wig? Yeah, yeah. He's like a he's like a serial killer who wants to be caught. Yeah, or like um 
the level of low effort prankster costume that you would get on like a, pr- a fake prank show for the for children like yeah C- yeah yeah cbb's like yeah but well, we don't want to encourage real pranks it's, yeah so it's, it's like a so silly... we replaced your mum and your dad's diary so your dad's your dad's to-do list says get a lady's haircut <laughs> and your t- <laughs> what do you or why like, would my dad have written down in his plan get a lady's haircut or like your your waiter now has got like a big silly jelly apron <laughs> yeah <laughs> And like a, his shoes honk when he walks to the table, and like that's the, that's the big prank. <laughs> I would love. Um, what would there be? There'd be like a hitman version of the hitman game where it's just political assassinations throughout history. It would be the most cancelled game. Oh yeah, yeah. What has insert anyone who's ever been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So culminating in Japan's former. Yeah, Shinzo, Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe getting assassinated. Shinzo Abe getting assassinated. Yeah. All the way through history, just like. Really take the assassin thing literally, and then when everyone complains, be like, "Why? All the other games were fine." Yeah, with like Joe Kevin go, "No, it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. It turns out it was Agent Forty Seven. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, like really thinly, what? thinly alluded to. Like this is Schmabraham Binken, and he yeah, yeah, yeah. is in the theatre. Long hat. <laughs> Uses long hat against him. Don't don't aim too high on the hat. His head isn't long as well. <laughs> You have to shoot where his head is. Yeah. At the top of the head. <laughs> it's not a warning mission. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Have you seen The Killer, that new... I haven't. I want to. It's good. Is it? Yeah, I liked really? it a lot. Okay. I liked um, it a lot. It's Michael, odd. Michael Fassbender has got a very up and down film career. Always stays very relevant. He always got, oh, yeah. Michael Fassbender's new film. I'd, I'd be interested in checking it out. Review. I mean, obviously he was in The, the Snowman. Was that it? The Snow? The Snow? The Mr. Police. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've yeah. never seen the film, so I don't know if the person that was, says that. That was dumb. Right, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. That was a dumb one. Yeah. This one is good. This is Mr. Police. Mr. Police. Baby, you absolute baby. baby you can't be this killer. much of a baby and be a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal Lecter's recipes weren't li- written in crayon. Like ketchup, <laughs> just and some delicious wine. <laughs> Expensive and baked wine. beans and wine. You ate his liver with baked beans and wine. <laughs> what wine? It just shrugs. 
Okay. <laughs> he's meant to be. Shouldn't have come to, here for advice. He's meant to sound all refined in that bit. The, yeah. The father being some nice Chianti. And you go, all you've given us that information is you had alcohol, a person, and some beans. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most Charlie from It's Always Sunny yeah, cannibal yeah. behavior you could have. <laughs> a cannibal tramp. Yeah, I had alcohol and beans. <laughs> yeah, around a stove. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. In like, the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a tent. Yeah, like you're someone Macaulay Culkin scared of in Home Alone. Yeah, I had a uh, uh, 40 ounce liquor, <laughs> some beans in a tin, and his liver. I had, um, uh, yeah, yeah, so like I ate his liver with some Heinz no added sugar baked beans <laughs> and a nice Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On the TV tray. <laughs> Watch a NASCAR. <laughs> I would love a hillbilly Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> you're asking the wrong questions, Clarice. Mm, Clarice, I can sense you're you're wearing the Lynx Africa. <laughs> you're wearing... you, nor- <laughs> you normally change your socks, but not today. I certainly don't. <laughs> and then Clarice has a really pretentious accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Class, class swapped Clarice and Hannibal. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, oh my god, she's incredibly posh and rich and privileged. <laughs> How do them lambs sound? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right though. I think it's because Fraser's flat is nice, but it would be bad if Fraser's flat was even nicer. If we're talking chandelier, Home Alone. Yeah, he doesn't have uh, then, stairs, for instance. Then it would be funny if things fucked up in the flat. Because yeah. then I think when things are so nice that they're just beyond the idea of you having them. Mm. Like watching the king fall in a puddle is funny. Yeah. You know, but watching like, uh, yeah, Frasier fall in a puddle, you'd be like, no, that's... I can imagine having a nice suit. Yeah, because I guess at the king, they go, we shot all witnesses. <laughs> yeah. We cleared up the situation. Yeah. yeah, we filled in the puddle with the witnesses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess Fraser's house is sullied technically by Martin's chair, which is fine. His yeah. chair looks fine. It's very odd. That's one of the problems with, with Fraser and also with Hannibal Lecter is that their pretentiousness doesn't age well. Because it's yeah. whatever's fancy at the time. yeah. So you go, oh, you don't like Martin Chat with the baggiest suit I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. You look like you're in Simple Minds. Every, every, every 90s suit looks like there's some enormous dad somewhere that they're nicking the suit yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> they're dressing in their dad's Martin's suit. Martin's not that big. Where did you get that suit from? <laughs> yeah. What tailor is this? Yeah. Are you wearing the suit of like, it's like Agent 47's suit or like <laughs> the thing from the Fantastic Four when sometimes he's wearing a suit? You've just put that on. Yeah, it's and, so and mad. The, and there was like seven button suits. Oh yeah, the the whole ninety suit thing. I felt that, like we were talking obviously last week's episode about like Jim Carrey films like Liar Liar. Yeah, the suits are dreadful. That's the worst <laughs> yeah. part of nineties fashion. Power the one ties. bit that's never come back. The one bit of nineties fashion is fi- t-shirts tucked into jeans. Fine, yeah. Hawaiian shirts. Fine, short shorts. Fine, big baggy suit. Nothing yeah. could command less respect in a courtroom. Yeah, lo- looking like you're in the you know is this floppy my- briefcases. Really floppy leather briefcases. Yeah, that's true. Non-rigid briefcases. For pa- yeah. So your paper comes out creased. Big sort of like handbag ball sack sort of fucking... <laughs> yeah, briefcases. Mad. Yeah. Briefcases in general. Yeah, I've never known anyone to have a briefcase. I if, I saw someone if, wearing, if I saw someone carrying a briefcase, I'd be like, you're going to a costume party. 
Yeah, or you're going to slide this across the table in a threatening way. <laughs> yeah, was, I trust everything is yeah. in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there, there's like an emergency telephone in it. <laughs> but it's a landline. So if I go, have you got to plug anywhere? Before yeah, I get yeah. open this, I've got to... It has to be a, la- uh, a LAN cable as well. <laughs> yeah. LAN, but one of the thin ones, not one of the computer ones, the really thin ones. I I don't have a landline because I'm not 100. Mm. But I imagine if in this flat, the second I plugged one in, it would just immediately ring and it would immediately be like a robot saying, oh. you are owing tax to a... Yeah, it would be like for it. yeah, it's like signing up to like MSN now. Do you, you go like oh, this is yeah, this is riddled with yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I occasionally like um my my sort of burner account for whenever I've like a, a yeah. bought a pair of jeans and they go, what's your email address? I give them a burner one that's like a hotmail account from when I was about fifteen. Yeah, me too. And occasionally I log into it and it is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> it's like a satire of what pop ups were like in the nineties. If yeah. the word boner is in every email i've received it's like it's unreal <laughs> nothing looks written nothing looks remotely convincing you go i understand you're doing the whole nigerian prince thing yeah but how have you managed to make the subject line a different font to my other emails that's the yeah how yeah. have you done that that's how have that's, you changed your font on my computer that's complicated yeah or like why do you think it's a good idea that the a in viagra is the at symbol <laughs> Do you think that makes it more or less convincing? <laughs> yeah, I, my uh, my parents have a landline and it's easier because they live in an area of just no signal. It yeah. is easy to get them on the landline. And they're, so they're, they're like in the in the research station of the thing, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, in a they're, they're the guys you freeze in the day after tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> they live in a weather station. Um, yeah. And uh, whenever I ring and ever it goes to voicemail, it's the most horrifying voicemail. They can't change it for some reason, but it's like this really muffled. <laughs> Uh, oh this is it sounds like someone delivering it through a megaphone but behind a blast door so you go it's both loud and not loud at the same time yeah, it's all bass yeah 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 There's like no yeah it's um it's seen you. it's seen in a place set outside a nightclub where you just go, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or like um claustrophobic scene in a movie where you just need the, to know that the character's neighbors are loud yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the characters yeah, going, shut na- up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, neighbours who are arguing all the time. Split up. Yeah. I've never had a row that much of someone <laughs> and seen them again. Insane. How are you both still alive? It's like yeah. Charles Manson level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this, that's where this guy lives, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think, like, I don't know why, it's one of the big campaigns that you get about, like, raising the quality of life in, in the country generally, is that, like, fraud is just legal. In the, <laughs> yeah. in the UK, it's just legal. Fraud yeah, is yeah, legal. Yeah. Burglary is basically legal. If you look at how many burglaries get sold. Oh, man, it's crazy. I'm so surprised I haven't burgled more houses. Yeah. Because my tally is none. But I, I really <laughs> think, like, the opportunities there, apparently, I had no idea. There seems to be, like, there would be no consequences. But I'm someone who commands such little respect and and causes immediate <laughs> scepticism that I think even someone walking down the street who has never walked down that street before would go, where are you going? Why, why are you going? 
I I I used to have visitors. I had like a, a temp job. I had a temp job at a call center in in Victoria in central London. Yeah. When I first when I first moved to London, and there were these really fancy like blocks of flats where it's like in sort of New York. They're sort of surrounded. Like you have like four blocks of flats, and in the middle is a central courtyard with yeah. all these benches, and I think with lovely fountain. You sort of think that'd be a lovely place to have a lunch. But I know I don't live in the block of flats, but like I could the gate is right open. I can just walk through. I'd walk through, and someone who would be like the gardener on his first day would be like, "What are you doing?" And I'd be like, a thousand people live in this building. Why? <laughs> and I'm in a suit. That's the, how, that's, that's the one thing you're meant to be. If, how I was do always you told know? if you're in a suit more confidently. Maybe it was because you were in a suit. It was too suspicious. Well, it was too much. Hello. <laughs> it, was, it was too lunch break. I was guy incognitoing it. It was, it was office lunch break. Yeah. If you you'd come, come back out, home. If you'd come out in a robe smoking a pipe. Yeah, going, yeah rah, 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 rah. they would have gone, well, he's clearly one of the rich maniacs who lives. Well, I, I live around a corner from a huge huge bingo hall and it's yeah. got these lit torches 24 7 <laughs> like lit torches outside like, like Genghis Khan yeah, yeah. like, like it's some sort of like Aztec sacrifice <laughs> and and um I'm so intrigued that it's it's open 24 hours yeah it's open 24 hours should we go to the bingo at 3 a.m yeah you go what are you doing so someone on stage going yeah we've done all the numbers um and they have um, it's really strange because they have always posters outside for uh, Polish comedy nights. So it's very it's very really? weird seeing. Yeah, yeah. And it, because but it's really it feels really uncanny to me, and it would feel really uncanny to you as well. Oh. Seeing these posters that look like every comedy night poster you've ever seen, but in a language you cannot understand with people you have never seen before in your life. But you go, <laughs> what? It's got a list of credits, and I don't recognise any of these TV shows. And it yeah. feels like you're in a parallel universe. But every uh, there was one time I was coming home. Like Friday night, it was like one in the morning and there were about a hundred people queuing up to go and hunt at one in the morning. And I was like, I need to know what's in here. Cause it, like Google Maps Street View lets you like walk around the inside of a building. It's full of bars. It's like mad. It's like a Las Vegas casino. And I'm so intrigued. What? And so I just queued up in amongst these hundred people. Everyone's just free going in. I walked in and a bouncer went, where's your membership card? And he hadn't asked anyone else. He hadn't asked anyone else. And I just went, I don't know if we can get out, get out. And so I had to leave. Is it that you're so visibly not Polish? Somehow. No one else was it, it, like <laughs> when I say they have a Polish comedy night. It's not like oh, it's a Polish bingo place. It's no, just no, that's no, a good no. place for a Polish comedy night. Apparently. But everyone else was just doing you know people just just all ages, all, all nationalities. Yeah, and it was. There, what is it about you that does this? I'm so fascinated by it because also like you've said in the past, one of one of your one of your things you've said that's my favorite description of something <laughs> is how in any situation like a maniac or like a. Uh, uh, an intolerable child or something yeah will make its way to you the way that like wasps just kind of barrel towards you yeah it's like children, towards one rather. yeah children are magnetically attracted to my legs yeah in a way that is alarming to me but I'll, I'll be walking down a street there'll be a kid and his mum and the kid will just be walking around flailing his arms he'll be on the other side of the road and I'm like I can I know where this is ending this is ending <laughs> up with his head hitting my knee yeah. and I'll be in trouble and I'll be backing away from the child and he'll be gravitating towards me without looking he'll hit me collide and the mum will be like what have you just done and I'm like no you have no idea there's something in my knees and I don't know what it is it's a, I'm, I'm like the Joker handing out his business card saying, I laugh yeah. a lot, please bear with me. It's a sign of a mental illness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really, so I've got something with my knees. I have like, unluckiness. Yeah. It is odd. Yeah. It's so really you couldn't strange. burgle as a result. No, everyone would know it was me. I don't think I could burgle because I think as part of naturalizing as a UK citizen, I think they do have my fingerprints somewhere. Oh, really? I think so. Also, I definitely had to give fingerprints a lot. Where would you put the more on that in a second where would you put the stuff because you can't yeah. i know it's like a, a trope of they have a sack no one has a sack yeah i couldn't tell you where to buy a sack no i, I guess B &Q? like you 
one of those like um, big yellow storage places. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it would be, but it would be one of those really crinkly blue thick. Oh yeah, yeah, ones. like an IKEA bag. <sighs> yeah, and you go, I'm going to wake them all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why have you had your fingerprints done? Well, when I was 16, we had to redo all of our South African stuff, like South African passports and things. And the thing with South Africa is that we still um, in South Africa then. No, no, no. Right. And it makes it harder not being there because they don't like that you're not there. They genuinely are, back here. Yeah, genuinely yeah. they it, it's so difficult to prove to them that you exist and like we had to go to the South African embassy in London with like a 2 inch thick folder of mm. like it was nuts. And in South Africa like France like Germany like a lot of countries like the UK is basically the only country that doesn't have this anyway. Mm. You have an ID booklet. It's like there's like basic ID. So like a passport but not a passport. It's your ID. Right. So, like, when they say, can you see your ID? In the UK, it's like, we have no official ID. What? You just need to find one through yeah, learning to drive. It, it is really strange in the UK, but it's like, well, I'm not interested. If you're like, I'm not interested <laughs> in learning to drive, and I don't plan on leaving the country. And they go, yeah. well, I guess you don't have a name. Yeah, and they just go, you don't exist then. Yeah. Go on you, holiday. You better want to leave. Yeah. Go on holiday or drive. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll never get a pint. <laughs> it's fucking odd. <laughs> Whereas like most countries have some sort of ID booklet or whatever. It's one of the theories as to why um, the UK is more popular than, say, France for for like asylum and, and, and some illegal migration. Because mm. there's no, you know... Like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but it is weird, though, because like, I looked into it because I was chatting with your friend of mine, Mr. Ahishar. Yeah. And we were saying, like, but why do they want to come here so much when they're already in France? Like, obviously, it would be nice to be like, oh, because England's that much better than France. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Nah. It's, we've been to Bordeaux. It's nice. Yeah, Bordeaux. Really nice. nice. Yeah, but Calais not nice. Oh yeah. But but basically, it's because it's 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 there's a much bigger like um, underground economy in the UK, or there could be because mm. there's just no way of like okay, you're you're the immigration authorities. You burst into a restaurant. What they're just going? Yeah, I li- I live here. I'm from here. Oh yeah. There's no ID at home. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't drive. They go. Yeah, I don't drive. I walk here. And you go. Okay, well. Good luck then. Good luck. Serving Mads Mikkelsen his curry. <laughs> or whatever is happening in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way of proving it. So, like, um, the irony is that the conservatives are stuck in this double bind of being like, no Englishman should ever be asked for ID. Yeah, yeah. And also but, but putting really... a lot of emphasis on the word English there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. English <laughs> yeah. man. Really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also really wishing there was a way that they could kick out yeah, everyone. Yeah. You know, and put them on ships and all that fucking mad shit. So, yeah, but I had definitely had to give the South African government loads of my fingerprints for that. And when you say loads of your fingerprints, do you mean the same finger loads of times or all of your fingers individually? All of them individually, multiple times. Like, so many, like, crazy. <laughs> we know someone who had their fingerprints stolen. What? Yeah. How? What do you so, mean? So there was a criminal file about some burglary. Like when Hannibal Lecter steals the person's face. <laughs> But he just yeah. stole his fingerprints. It's, it's definitely and him. Go, it doesn't look like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sound like him. But like, feel his hands. It feels like him. That's feel his, his yeah. bloody shredded hands. <laughs> um, there was some crime committed in South Africa, some problem, and they took fingerprints of the crime scene, but then the document in the police file was swapped out. Wow. But so it was, this person... This goes all the way to someone, someone in the police station. Did it. Well, just someone in admin. You could do for like... They'd do for like a hundred quid or whatever. Like it's not... Oh, Matt, do you know what? Looking back... It is mad the temp jobs and stuff I used to do. Just yeah, the with power I could level live. of access. Yeah, I, went, I, went, I did a temp job for that that, uh, that that medical facility that had the elephant man incident. Were you in the UK with that? What? So you know you can in the I, 1800s. I, I don't I, no, I don't know if you 
considered doing this like post i mean like uh, your friend of mine adam adam hess did like flu trials and stuff like that yeah i signed up for so many of those because it yeah. was like it was so much money and you got to, to just lie in bed and be ill which is oh, i'd love that yeah you and i both love being ill honestly my fa- i mean i hate being <laughs> ill but my favorite activities are very illness coded of just li- lying in bed with a book while someone mops my brow yeah, that's like my fairly my favorite hobby. Staying on a couch with and going Ugh. one leg in a plaster cast suspended upwards, like in the Beano. Um, <laughs> Even if it's flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's where uh, we a, injected a thermometer in your mouth at all times. And like your jaw bandage. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That goes around the top of your head and under your chin. What's that keeping in place? Um, so I remember signing up to loads of those, but there was this big story. This was probably about like 2006, maybe maybe earlier. Yeah. Um, some guy signed up to have like a, you know a, some some sort of drug cure or whatever injected into them and their heads swelled up they were in agony they all survived they're all fine now yeah and all all side effects went but they were described as looking like the elephant man they, uh, that, that's oh. why it's called the elephant man trials because their heads swelled up to like twice the size Ugh. they looked like they were going to explode no um, and uh so I, I i did like admin for them in like 20 <laughs> in 2014 <laughs> But was like, it still just like case of notes from the trial? And well, I, did, well, I never, re- I never read them. So at the time, I was sort of like, right, do any ten jobs in a day, do any gig I can in the evening, any yeah. open mic night, try and get better at comedy. And so I'd sit there with like, and so it, my way of trying to get better at comedy was trying to ingest as much comedy as possible. So I'd sit there yeah. with my phone on my lap all day, just watching all the stuff that I felt <laughs> like I should see but would never be asked to watch. Like all of yeah. Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah, yeah, Listen yeah. to all of the Goon Show and you go, I wouldn't do that in my spare time. <laughs> but at work, it feels like that is work. So, you know, yeah. I do that while just folding letters and putting them in envelopes and sending them off. I could have been, I don't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what the yeah. work was. But that's it. So someone like like you then. Yeah, someone deeply responsible. Maybe I stole someone's fingerprints by accident. But someone just got said like, just 500 quid, just like pick some fingerprints. And what was lucky, or maybe deliberate, but probably just lucky, was that this is someone who doesn't live in South Africa. See. So it's like the perfect alibi. It's like, well, I live in England, so yeah, I didn't s- steal a car in the most dangerous part of yeah, 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 of Johannesburg or whatever <laughs> it is. But it still had to be dealt with by the cops and man, yeah. So that can happen. Yeah. So my fingerprints are out there. So I think maybe I couldn't burgle for that reason. Yeah, they're that's... out there somewhere. I don't. Th- I can't remember if I ever had to give them to the UK. Do you remember the guy? Was it official? Was this? Just came around in a van. Can't let me put some ink on your thumb, son. Can I rub your hands? Yeah, I'm, he didn't put. I'm here he, from the embassy. He didn't get you to put your hands in ink. He just had inky hands himself and a firm hand. <laughs> there was his name, Inky Hands. <laughs> inky handshake. Inky Hans, an Afrikaans guy doing all the um, all the fingerprinting. Inky Hans came round and um, did my hand. Yeah. Inky is such a weird nickname that I've come across maybe twice in my life. Of people yeah. call it Inky, and you go, "That's not a good name." You go. Unless you're like a what a scoop journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gumshoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to burn pavement. Burn, yeah. Burn yeah. The pavement if you want to get to the heart of this story. He always has a trilby with press in his, yeah. like, yeah, little press card in his hand. You go, what's that for? <laughs> yeah. Who's that for? Yeah, you look like an old timey journalist. We know what you are. Yeah. You're walking with a microphone and a pen and paper at all times. Yeah, you're really keen that we know that you're a journalist. Yeah. I can't help but think this makes you a bad investigative journalist. To, to bring the journalism side background to the aforementioned Spider-Man. Yeah. Do they he needs s- to be a freelancer, I was going to say, Spider-Man. Do they, do they still need photos of Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I feel like, why do they need photos of Spider-Man at all times? One Getty images of Spider-Man. A- after all in World War II, they stopped needing new pictures of Hitler. <laughs> Give me pictures of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> do you Get know what I mean? Give me pictures of Adolf Hitler. Yeah, like we have... Um, 
it's like the queen or the king, isn't it? They always want to make sure that you can see that they were actually there at the school or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, like I. I <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's it's it, 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 I, I for God's sake the, the guy's name is on the tip of my tongue. Um, jo- Jenny Jonah Jameson. No 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 no. Um, you're gonna have to edit this. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? I, I, I'm I'm googling it because there is one photo of Alexander Litvinenko, and that was enough. <laughs> Why do we need so many of Spider Man? Yeah, I guess it's um, the only reason would be like if the readers were interested in like, well, it was a stock image of Spider-Man, like sideways on a wall. Yeah. But it says here that he did this crazy loop-de-loo, but I can't picture it in my head. But it's in the, but he was in the news, he's in the news all the time, but after a while it would stop being news. Like, I always imagine this, like if... It's always the suspicious with Spider-Man is selling pictures of himself that are from like non-human angles. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, how did you fucking get? How did you get this goat say angle of you? <laughs> it's like sending in loots. It's like, yeah, which is like, we've checked the alleyway and their camera was thirty feet in the air and there's no stairs. So what were you doing? If I was Peter Parker, despite JJ Jameson, I'd I'd get I'd send in dreadful explicit, like anatomically explicit pictures to him and be like, <laughs> you did. You asked for them. You said more. You, yeah, yeah. That's all you said. More. Because I've always wondered how, really, if we had a superhero, how how much would they be in the news? Because I, I I always thought like if say if in like an England match, let's say it's Euro twenty twenty four. Yeah. Everyone goes up for a corner. Carl Walker takes the corner. Harry Kane leaps up to head it in, and he just keeps going, and he just <laughs> yeah. goes up into the sky. With a sort of and we lose Harry Kane. The, the TV cameras don't go up high enough, so they're like, uh, uh, we it, can't see him. Yeah, it has to cut to mobile phone footage. Yeah, he's gone up like a balloon, <laughs> and he's gone into space, but no satellites are picking him up, and he's fine. He's like doing like the Superman pose. His fist is up in the air. How how long would that be in the news for before we stop talking about that? Do you know what I mean? How many days would that be front page news before you go, I think someone, I think something else has happened now? I think it would snap people's minds because there would be no closure. Yeah, but you just have to accept it. Like, for, remember that um, uh, in the New Year's Eve fireworks, they did that drone display and it was in the shape of Captain Tom above the uh, <laughs> yeah. Imagine if that just got stuck in the sky. <laughs> And so every night from now on, we just had this image of Captain Tom st- bl- like burnt into the sky. And it had to, would it be in the news? No, it every would, day it would start getting incorporated into movies. It would be how you would know we were in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like Big Ben that. Thing. Yeah, it's like how it, I mean, like obviously it's coming up to Christmas. I know that at some point over Christmas I'll be watching a '90s Manhattan movie. With my, family. <laughs> my dad always gets mm, Twin Towers. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Well, it's time for us to go to now. That we should plug as you're listening to this. If you're yeah. one of the people who listens when it comes out on the day, later today, or on this day, Wednesday, the fifteenth of November. Yeah, your radio show is starting six thirty p.m. Radio Four, uh, a and series of four half-hour stand-up shows. Yeah, and you can listen again on. You can listen again on iPlayer, BBC Sounds, all that uh, illegally. I don't mind. Personally, I'm sure the commissioner yeah. would, uh, does mind. BBC is not paid for through adverts, so exactly, you're not stealing in the normal way. Yeah, yeah. So, so go that's, for it. that's this week, next week, week after, and the week after. Yeah, use a VPN. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um. So listen to that. I do you know? Do you, did I did I tell you the interesting fact about recording the shows live for BBC huh? at half six? You're allowed more swearing than I thought you would be for half six on. BBC. Well, let's Radio make th- let's make this a Patreon thing. Okay. We'll tell the VIPs about the secret swearing rules we go. Okay. of the biased broadcasting <laughs> <Yeah>. corporation. <laughs> uh, 
um, I finished my tour. Thank you to all the bud pods who came out, Koji. Uh, and I got if you check my Instagram, you'll see that a, a pod bud gave me a delightful gift. Um, uh, uh, some lovely bud pod themed tat. Uh, thank you very much for coming out on tour. There's only the, there's two dates have been rescheduled: Northampton and Southend on Sea for February next year because of concrete scandals. And the what? last thing really is the 23rd of November this month, Leicester Square Theatre, the final outing in London of that show, Forever and Ever, Amen. Uh, so check that out. But now we're going to go to the Patreons. Um, thank you very much, Glenn. 15th of November, that's tomorrow. Yes. Anything else? No, no, no. Just, I mean, obviously your your tour show. I've seen wow. the show. I've seen the show. Not for me. No. But uh, no. some people might you find. You saw most of the show. Yeah, you stormed yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 